Welcome to Think Big, a podcast featuring insights and ideas from some of the world's brightest, most collaborative, talented, and passionate people, our employees. Amazing things can happen when you take a moment to think differently and reframe your perspective. New ideas bubble up, we begin to untangle problems, and we evolve. Join me, Meredith Muscolo, as I uncover stories from across Team Nuance that will inspire and challenge you to think big. Most large organizations have been, for decades really, been picking kind of point solutions to address all these problems, like a point solution for live chat, a point solution for agent productivity tools, a point solution for, you know, unified communications, like all of that. And so you have all these siloed systems that make the experience very disconnected. You've experienced it. I've experienced it, right? (laughs) Where you're like repeating yourself 50 times yeah, um, because the systems aren't connected. So if you chat here, you know, if you're like working with a virtual assistant or chatting with an agent, that's not connected to the voice experience. So it's that has resulted in a bad experience for consumers, but also um, expense and complexity for the people managing the infrastructure. That's Rachel Ashby, who for the last five and a half years has helped to shape our go-to-market efforts in enterprise. The pandemic accelerated the need for large organizations to embrace digital transformation. And according to a recent Opus Gartner report, one out of three large global organizations is currently looking to create a more seamless and integrated customer experience. To address these customer needs, last month, we announced the launch of the Microsoft Digital Contact Center, the first major milestone that Nuance and Microsoft have achieved since joining forces, and an important industry advancement that offers us further competitive differentiation. So, what exactly does this mean for Microsoft and Nuance, and equally importantly, our customers? Today, I'm talking with Tony Lorenzen, SVP of our Intelligent Engagement Platform, to talk about this exciting accomplishment, what it means for customer and agent experience, and the future of the AI-driven contact center. Tony, welcome to Think Big. Well, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. So first off, I want to just start by saying congratulations to you and the enterprise team on such an amazing achievement. I know a lot of work has been done across the company to lead up to this, and it must be so exciting to see it all come to fruition for us and for our customers. And maybe that's a great place for us to start. Um, What exactly does the Digital Contact Center enable our customers to do, and how have Nuance and Microsoft been working side by side to bring this solution to market? Well, great. It, it is a significant accomplishment. You know, when we, you know, just think about the time, you know, Nuance was officially acquired, which is what, back on March 4th, all up until, you know, just the last several weeks where we, we launched a completely new platform. Just the amount of activity and work across both teams was just phenomenal. So to answer your specific question, you know, what is the Digital Contact Center and, you know, how, what does it enable our customers? Well, think about your experiences with, um, you know, call centers. Like you would call into a contact center, you know, sometimes you get an IVR, which is an interactive voice response system. You know, you enter a bunch of information, you eventually get to a a customer service agent. They ask you for a lot of the same information. Um, So it's very, very much a disconnected experience. And what the digital contact center platform is going to enable us to do for our customers is connecting those experiences for all consumers, um, including the contact center agent, by the way. Uh, in order to do this, and this is where the power of Nuance and Microsoft come together, is we need to connect um, our various different capabilities we had with our IVR products, our gatekeeper products, our digital products, 
and our AI set of solutions with the Microsoft Dynamics and Azure Communication Services. So the combination of all of that pulled together is now what we call the, the digital context in a platform. And again, it's really how do we enable those common or integrated experiences, um, which you need to have a common platform to be able to support that. Yeah, I mean, we can all relate to being a customer for sure. When you call, you know, customer service and you go down that crazy rabbit hole and <laughs> you end up, you know, not getting your question answered or frustrated. So as a customer, I'm excited. I'm also just excited just to hear that our team has an impact in this market. Um, so you described it a little bit, but what do you think are the most coolest features of it? Well, again, the way I think about it is there's not one feature that's the coolest. It's the combination of all of our technological strengths that both Microsoft and Nuance bring to the table. So I'll give you a few examples. So when you think about automation, in Nuance, you know, historically has grown up in the automation space. You know, we automate customer engagement, you know, self-service. Now you bring together that with Microsoft and they have a thing called RPA, Robotic Process Automation. The two components combined together, the ability to not only do self-service um, in channels, whether voice or digital, but to add on to that you know, robotic process automation, we have now one of the biggest areas of automation that no other company can really really match. When you think about data, and you, you know, we t- I talked a little bit earlier about our AI, like we have predictive targeting, we have our AI learning loop. Now with Microsoft, with all of the data models that they have, the combination of those two you know, because AI needs data, obviously, um, just provides us with that that extra level of, of differentiation that we would have in market. And when you think about agents, and again, we deal in the context center space, so it's not just about consumers, but it's also about um, you know, customer service agents. Now we can bring a set of um, agent efficiency capabilities. We have our what we call our agent AI, which is basically next best action or next best response. And combine that together with you know Microsoft's ability to have a universal desktop and other collaboration tools. Again, the two of those combined together provides an Asian, a set of agent efficiency applications that again just unmatched in the industry. So again, it's not one cool feature; it's really the combination of capabilities that really differentiates us and really makes the platform you know what it's going to be. And it sounds like an everyone wins situation: the customer, the agents, us, Microsoft. It's just an eclipse of awesome things together at the same time, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the other thing, I, actually, just to, to build on that, though, is also, it's not just the consumers and agents, and the thing I should mention is it's also developers. So you think about, you know, with Nuance, we have our, what we call Mix, um, which we use both in healthcare and enterprise, um, which is our DIY platform to enable conversational experiences. And now you bring also Microsoft's, what they call PVA, um, which is basically, you know, no and low code, fully DIY capable capabilities. Now the two of them together, we have now the only, I would say, unmatched in the industry ability for developers to, you know, if they want to build simple bots, they can. If they want to build highly conversational IVRs, they can, because the combination of our capabilities and the tooling set just brings that to that level. So yeah, it, it, you're right. It is about the consumer and it is about um, agents, but it's also about how, developers and partners and the such that can now have the, the breadth of tools to be able to build these types of applications. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that is an important piece of it too, is is enabling that. So thank you for, for bringing that up. So when this when it launched, uh, I know you presented at Inspire. What was that experience like and how was it received? 
Well, first of all, I have to thank uh, our marketing team. I mean, as you can imagine, this was a, an enormous effort. I mean, Microsoft was planning you know, that for, well, we were planning that together with Microsoft for, for actually many months. So I just got to just say huge thanks to Brenda Hodge, Rachel Ashby, Nancy Scott, Dana McCorby, and Chris Kell, because they just did a, a tremendous amount of work to get us prepped for that. Um, so just wanted to make sure I you know, tip the cap to those folks. But it was a great experience, um, I, I do have to say, um, you know, because what I get you know, the most energy out of is we just have a great story to tell. Um, so it was really easy to, to tell that story. When you think about, you know, the combination of things that I mentioned earlier, uh, it's, it's just a great way for us to display to the market that you know, Microsoft is now in the contact center. And you've probably seen in the you know, subsequent um, set of articles. And if you haven't, you know, certainly, you know, check out the uh, DCCP internet site that we have um, set up. But just an immense amount of, um, you know, respect that's coming from a bunch of analysts, including Gartner and Forrester, um, some other publications that because of nuance, Microsoft is now in the contact center space. So really, really positive set of reactions in the field and in the market. So overall, we had something like 21 um, articles that we um, delivered to date across both the Nuance and Microsoft Teams. We held over 16 analyst briefings with the likes of Gartner, Forrester, and, and many others. When you look at our website, I, you know, the day or two after the launch, we saw a 56% increase in unique web visits um, and actually a 63% increase in contact us. So certainly was a, a huge success getting the one, the message out, but two, the, the reaction from not only the analysts, but also the publications as well as our customers has just been outstanding. Yeah, I'm glad that you gave your shout outs too, because I was going to ask you about that as well. So <laughs> it's a team effort on so many different levels. Um, and I know that just evolving a strategy of this magnitude takes a lot of thinking big, the name of this podcast, but also collaboration. So can you talk about how your team executed it and what was the process like for the teams to work together towards the common goal? Yeah. So, you know, first of all, um, just as in any, any big endeavor, you really got to define, you know, what the problem is, right. So that you can really, you know, have a, a common vision of what is the problem that you want to solve for. And kind of where we started this conversation, which is what the digital context center platform enabled is it's now creating this seamless set of experiences. So that's really the problem statement that we agreed to with Microsoft. And it was actually pretty easy to, you know, get to that common, you know, statement of what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, and, and then from there, it was a matter of working across the, the various different teams. So we had, um, you know, the marketing teams on both sides that were collaborating on the messaging and how we were positioning ourselves in the market, organizing the analyst presentations and meetings, you know, we had the product teams. We actually spent an entire week in um, Redmond in kind of the May time frame, which was really the, the turning point of the program of, of getting all of our key, um, you know, product um, managers and R&D folks partnering with uh, the Microsoft team. And, you know, came out of that week with, here's our plan. This is the roadmap. And this is how we're going to deliver on it. So it was a huge, hugely collaborative you know, set of, of activities across both marketing, product, and then now the sales team, you know, working with uh, their their counterparts and positioning DCCP in the market. So uh, it started from the inception and all the way through now to the, the go-to-market and delivery, which, which has been awesome to, to watch and see. Yeah, I'm sure it's exciting now that the launch date is behind you. <laughs> now you're, now <laughs> well, you're well, in now it. The, <laughs> well, now the hard yeah. part, which is yeah, yeah. To deliver it. <laughs> exactly. And, and get I customers, know. right? So. 
At our last company meeting, I remember you talking about some of the shifting trends that we're seeing in the market. Talk a little bit about how how does the digital contact center address them? Well, I think the the first is just in the the name in itself, right? When you think about digital contact center platform, right, would it would it the the biggest market trend that we're seeing is all around digital transformation. Just to give you an example, you look at a company like ASOS. ASOS is a large retailer that is uh, on a global basis. I'm not sure if we know that many of people here in the US, I'm not sure if we're that familiar with it as they are in the likes of the UK and Europe. But ASOS um, is actually one of the first companies that I've run into that you know has really taken digital transformation um, at the heart. 95% of their customer contact is in digital. Um, there's no voice whatsoever. So when you think about the shifting market trends, I think they're a leader in where a lot of companies are going, which is, and by the way, voice is not going to go away in our lifetime. Um, it's going to always be a key part of, of every, any contact center strategy. But one of the biggest shifts in the industry we're going to see, there's more and more focus on enabling consumers to act and converse in digital channels, whether it be messaging, whether it be like a WhatsApp, whether it be um, you know just simple you know SMS messaging. So that that trend will continue. The other trend that we're seeing, um, you can just pick up any trade publication and you just look at the <clears throat> the three main major vendors: Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. Is a whole shift to cloud. We are just at the beginning part of that trend, and we're seeing now large large companies like traditionally like utilities who've not you know adopted public cloud start adopting it. Even government. I mean, people may have saw the IRS uh, launch that we did, where this is the first time in history that you know IRS automated tax payments here in, in the U.S. And that was all done in in a cloud format. So the, the whole shift to cloud is just going to accelerate even more and get in higher into the enterprise in enterprise space. So, sorry, so I would just say the two major shifts that we're seeing is continued focus on digital transformation and just an acceleration in the shift to cloud, moving away from what I would call legacy and just you know infrastructure that's built in private data centers. Great, thanks. That, that makes sense. The strategy that you and your team have built with Charles is a great example of thinking big. Uh, I'm always looking for those types of stories and, and moments. What advice would you have for our listeners that are looking to think big in their own work? I would say um, there's many problems that are out there to go solve, right? You know, identify a problem, you know, figure out what that problem is, understand the competitors and the competitive landscape. A lot of the work we did is understand who our competitors are um, and also understand, you know, the market opportunity. And in our case, you know, as we looked at this, it was a $70 billion market when we we looked at all the different parts that we were playing in. So significantly, you know, valuable from that perspective. And then the third question we asked ourselves, do we have the right to win? And with Nuance, actually, you know, being part of this now whole equation with 20 years experience in the contact center space, we answered that question, yes. So, so again, start with that problem, identify it. Is there a market opportunity, meaning there are dollars and cents that we can go after? And then do we have the right to play and win in it? So answer those three questions and you know, certainly you have something to, to hang your hat on. So and that's the, the work that we had done to prep for the BCCP launch. Tony, you are very logical. <laughs> Those are very logical <laughs> questions, but really could be applied to anyone's work, anyone's life. Everybody has problems. We all want to solve them. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Well, any final words before we sign off? Well, we have, we're just really looking forward to the future. Like we've developed a, a combined roadmap with, with Microsoft, you know, we have some, you know, short-term things that we're looking to do. Uh, we have some midterm things we're looking to do. 
But I would say is, you know, we in the market will have the only end-to-end digital contact center platform in the market. Amazon won't be able to touch it because they have to work with other companies like Salesforce and places like that. You know, other companies in the contact center space like Genesis require, you know, AI, which, as you know, we all have. So anyway, so what we're excited about is just the market opportunity and, you know, the position that we have in the market being the, the only full end-to-end contact center platform that has all of the, the different pieces and parts to be market disruptive in the future. So really looking forward to seeing all that unfold. That's so exciting. I mean, it's so exciting for everyone on the team, but as someone that, you know, I'm not in enterprise, but when I hear it, I'm like really proud to be a person working at Nuance right now at this time, just to be able to be part of it with you, just kind of watching and, and feeling the excitement. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me on the show here. Thank you. I mean, I think down the road, you know, like we are, we do have an integration roadmap, you know, that Tony's team is leading, right? Like how do we truly integrate our products to make them best of breed? So bring them together, make them work together, innovate them. Check out the links below to learn more about the Digital Contact Center. And certainly just encourage people to take the time to read it. So if you're part of Nuance, you'll be proud of what you're going to read. So certainly I felt that way and certainly you all will as well. Great. Thank you so much, Tony. Thanks for joining me on Think Big today. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to this Think Big podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to like it and you can add a comment with your thoughts below. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.